Chapter Seven: The Work in Europe. Written at Saint Helena, California, December Seven, nineteen o two. To my brethren in Europe, I have words to speak to you. The time has come for much to be accomplished in Europe. A large work such as has been done in America can be done in Europe. Let sanitariums be established. Let hygienic restaurants be started. Let the work of present truth shine forth from the press. Let the work of translating our books go forward. I have been shown that in the European countries, lights will be kindled in many places. There are many places where the Lord's work has not a proper showing. Help is needed in Italy, in France, in Scotland, and in many other countries. A larger work should be done in these places. Laborers are needed. There is talent among God's people in Europe, and the Lord desires this talent to be employed in establishing all through Great Britain and the continent centers from which the light of His truth may shine forth. There is a work to be done in Scandinavia. God is just as willing to work through Scandinavian believers as through American believers. My brethren, bind up with the Lord God of hosts. Let Him be your fear and let Him be your dread. The time has come for His work to be enlarged. Troublous times are before us, but if we stand together in Christian fellowship, none striving for supremacy, God will work mightily for us. Let us be hopeful and courageous. Despondency in God's service is sinful and unreasonable. He knows our every necessity. He has all power. He can bestow upon His servants the measure of efficiency that their need demands. His infinite love and compassion never weary. With the majesty of omnipotence, He unites the gentleness and care of a tender shepherd. We need have no fear that He will not fulfill His promises. He is eternal truth. Never will He change the covenant that He has made with those that love Him. His promises to His church stand fast forever. He will make her an eternal excellence, a joy of many generations. Study the forty-first chapter of Isaiah, and strive to understand it in all its significance. God declares in Isaiah forty-one verses eighteen to twenty, "I will open rivers in high places and fountains in the midst of the valleys. I will make the wilderness a pool of water, and the dry land springs of water." I will plant in the wilderness the cedar, the shittah tree, and the myrtle and the oil tree. I will set in the desert the fir tree and the pine and the box tree together, that they may see and know and consider and understand together that the hand of the Lord hath done this, and the Holy One of Israel hath created it. He who has chosen Christ has joined himself to a power that no array of human wisdom or strength can overthrow. Fear thou not, for I am with thee. He declares, "Be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen ye. Yea, I will help thee. Yea, I will uphold thee with the right hand of my righteousness." I, the Lord thy God, will hold thy right hand, saying unto thee. Fear not, I will help thee. Verses ten and thirteen. 
To whom then will ye liken me, or shall I be equal? saith the Holy One. Lift up your eyes on high, and behold who hath created these things, that bringeth out their host by number. He calleth them all by names by the greatness of his might, for that he is strong in power, not one faileth. Why sayest thou, O Jacob, and speakest, O Israel, my way is hid from the Lord, and my judgment is passed over from my God? Hast thou not known? Hast thou not heard that the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary? There is no searching of his understanding. He giveth power to the faint, and to them that have no might he increaseth strength. Even the youths shall be faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary, and they shall walk and not faint. See Isaiah chapter 40, verses 25 to 31. The light of truth is to shine to the ends of the earth. Greater and still greater light is beaming with celestial brightness from the Redeemer's face upon his representatives to be diffused through the darkness of a benighted world. As laborers together with him, let us pray for the sanctification of his spirit that we may shine more and more brightly. The light of truth for this time is now shining upon the cabinets of kings. The attention of statesmen is being called to the Bible, the statute book of the nations, and they are comparing their national laws with its statutes. As representatives for Christ, we have no time to lose. Our efforts are not to be confined to a few places where the light has become so abundant that it is not appreciated. The gospel message is to be proclaimed to all nations and kindreds and tongues and peoples.